So he gets in here, and uh, everybody who's in the ring kind of takes notice and uh, starts to gang up on him. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny? I had... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he, say you too. He, he just jumps out of the ring. Himself. Himself. <laughs> I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Hey everybody and welcome to Retromania, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we romanticize, fantasize, watch and review your favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm part of the hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and as always, I'm joined here with Jimmy Price. Yes, indeed, and we are back with our elusive season two. Yes. Hulkamania is dead, and the fantasy booked uh, season. The long and winding road. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Yeah. Started in June of last year. We started uh, from 1984. And you want to take them back a little bit? It was yeah. your little brain project here? Yeah, just a, just an idea. I'm a big fan of uh, kind of toying with what ifs and uh, different situations in, in wrestling. And uh, one of the big what ifs is uh, the Iron Sheik uh, IRL being offered a lot of money by Vern Gagne and Jim Crockett to break Hulk Hogan's leg in their infamous title match uh, in 1984. So... Uh, of course, he, did, he ended up not doing that out of loyalty to the, to the McMahons. But this... Because uh, the, the he's a fucking trebron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the genesis is, what if he actually took the money, broke Hogan's leg? Hogan uh, is horrified, fed up with this crazy wrestling business and decides to go to Hollywood, go back to Hollywood, because he's already done Rocky at this point. Um, yeah, dude. I'm a star, too. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cash in Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, yeah, we look at what, how the, what the, uh, the butterfly, butterfly suplex effect would be if, uh, the biggest star of the eighties was not present. Yeah. Sans Hogan. Yeah. Mm. A world without the Hulk. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we've done 12 episodes so far. So that's why I, like I, we get a lot of new listeners and they, they think like, what's going on? Uh, so, yeah. um, I want to throw it off what, what this is all about right from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. go back, listen to episode one, start all from there, and you'll figure out where we're at right now. And uh, kind of off the heels of the last episode, you want to throw them to what happened in the last one. Um, we had the Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. We had the Survivor Series, the uh, big debut of The Undertaker. Yes, indeed. Burying uh, one Jake the Snake. Yeah, taking him out in a coffin. Yeah, won't be heard from anymore. He was barely heard from when he was here because he fucking talked so quiet. What'd you say? <laughs> uh, and uh, so that was that was a big one. Uh, we had the the war between the million dollar corporation and the common man. Oh, the common man. men. Yes, indeed. And it was it was uh, we that get our contracts purchased, that uh, or we can declare the million dollar corporation they have to declare bankruptcy daddy yes so 
And the the million dollar corporation thus had to declare bankruptcy and disband. It's no more. No. Yeah. And Virgil was part of that. Yeah. Yeah. So he turned on Million Dollar Man, and uh, that ended up happening. And all right, what else happened? Um, we had Brett and the Anvil splitting up. Yeah. Yeah. Brett got screwed. Jim screwed Brett this time. Somebody's always screwing him. Screwing me. Uh, so then we also had LOD, the Renegade Warrior, involved with that match and the demolition uh, with that Survivor Series match with Jim and Brett. Um, yeah, and then the main event was Savage coming back as King Macho Man. Yeah. And uh, him and Sting put on a hell of a show in a steel cage. Yeah, they did. And uh, Sting finally earned Savage's respect. Yep, yep. He took his title at WrestleMania, but earned his respect finally at Survivor Series. So uh, nice little uh, end to that feud for now at least. Uh, but yeah, Savage come back, coming back with a little bit of uh, you know superiority yeah complex yeah yeah so he's he's still a little uh savage if you will (laughs) (laughs) what'd you say Hmm? oops nothing call for the man check out the name check out the name dude the name tag you're in my world now granny (laughs) (laughs) all right recast uh randy savage as ben stiller's character in happy gilmore and uh it might as, as great as ben stiller is in that i think that might be better I agree. You will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> How about a warm glass of Shundayella? <laughs> we're we're not just rebooking wrestling; we're rebooking the movies too. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. He got cast for that, so he's kind of a uh, one foot in, one foot out the door. From the heels of Survivor Series 1990, we are in December. Yes. Of 1990. The end of 1990. Wrapping up another year. Getting ready for this ultimate uh, Royal Rumble. Yes. Yeah. Always psyched when we make our way around to the Royal Rumble episodes. We do them up. Um, If you haven't listened to our our previous Rumble episodes, again, those are we we, kind of book them out, go entrant for entrant. Uh, So we encourage you to check those episodes out. Uh, and this one, we're like right on the, coming up on the actual Royal Rumble this weekend, so that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this will air um, Friday yep. before the Royal Rumble, so yep. you can have a little Royal Rumble fun. Get we you gotta, all jazzed up for the Rumble. Yeah. So before we head into this episode, too, we got a bunch of other stuff on Retromania and our partner kicking out at two, Dave Rosenblum's podcast. Yes. We're doing plenty of Rumble coverage. Um, Marked out the days have has been on the road to WrestleMania because Marking Out the Days covers that specific day in wrestling history. So uh, we've done it all um, for since December 27th, January 3rd, January 17th, January 10th. Uh, We're coming up on January 24th. That'll be uh, the Thursday. So it dropped yesterday. um, And that's the whole day of everything leading up to Royal Rumbles, post-Royal Rumbles, even some Royal Rumble coverage on that episode. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, and Dave and his brother are doing a special uh, 1994 watch-along. That's just, one of my favorites. Just the Rumble there. Yeah, I was talking to a co-worker today, and uh, I was talking about, because uh, the ne- the WWE Network is actually coming up on the fifth-year anniversary of that, which is crazy to think about. But the first thing, I, I subscribed to the network on day one, 
took the day off work because I was going to just do nothing but watch wrestling all day. Right. First pay-per-view I tried to watch. Tried to watch because ah. the 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 network was atrocious. Hulk net, dude. The, in the first first month or so. Uh but the first pay-per-view I tried to watch was Royal Rumble 94 because that's very uh near and dear to my heart as a young wrestling fan. Yeah, wasn't 94 like the time that you started watching, correct? Pretty much, yeah. Well, I, I had been watching before, but this is like when I'm like starting to remember actually like watching the pay-per-views and stuff. Peak cognitive time. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was definitely the first rumble I, I can remember watching. Um, and I was just like enthralled with it and the, the whole situation with Brett and Owen and oh, yeah. there's so much good stuff on that, oh, but we'll, yeah. we'll leave that to the, uh, to the brothers, yeah. uh, over to, kicking out it too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they went to, or no, they watched that show together live. So, uh, they're going to have a little history there. Too. Nice. Nice. So they're going to watch it live. You can do a watch along there at kicking out it too. And as always, Dave and I do marking out the days and Jimmy and I are over here at Retromania and I'll be dropping some Gaijin wrestling radio this week. Ooh, be on the lookout. Nice. nice. New Japan coverage. Yes. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be Xing out some NXT cause, uh, it's getting kind of slow. It's repetitive. Uh, it's hard to watch a show that you know has been taped in one day. Yeah. With yeah. the knowledge of what we have now and the, the capabilities, you know, mm-hmm. that we have now. So. Yeah. And and the build to this takeover, like the card for the takeover is, Great. is amazing. I'll do takeovers. Yeah. We'll do we'll cover takeovers yeah. of course. Yeah. But uh, but uh yeah, the the build has been like you, the matches have been in place for a month and it's just the past four weeks or so they've just been kind of, you know, yeah. filling in more yeah. bit. Yeah, it's filler. Yeah, so uh, much more of that on Retromania. You can find us on retromania.blogspot.com as well as always on moholeradio.com. They also have a list of other podcasts on there, The Inept Supervillains. Yes. Better Believe It. Yes. Uh, the shit list here and there. We're coming up with the Mortal Kombat Annihilation is next on the shit list. Nice. Uh, better get ready for that one. <laughs> the anchor of Mohol Radio. Movie, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. The flagship show. Exactly. The yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right. You ready to get into this? Let's do you it. Ready to do this? Take us to the end of 1990. 1990. It's a, it's a pre-Christmas special of Saturday Night's main event. Yes. I know it didn't happen in real life, but guess what? It's happening in our timeline. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because we're, we're Christmas people. Mm-hmm. And guess what the main event is tonight? Tell us. Hmm. The WWF Championship. Sting defends against The Undertaker. Holy shit. Talk about hot shot and uh, a, a feud there. Mm-hmm. Taker's already getting a title match here. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bearer comes in with a hot promo at the beginning. Oh, yes, my Undertaker will defeat Sting. <laughs> and he will become the new WWF Champion. He just wants the belt so he can melt it down and make a new urn. Yeah, true. He needs another urn. Yeah. So good way to get gold, you know, source it out through a wrestling company and win a couple titles. (laughs) And tonight, the drawing of the Royal Rumble entrance and the debut of Ric Flair. Wow. This is a big this is a big one. I mean, Flair has been holding that, holding the ship down uh, for Jim Crockett promotions and then uh, the newly christened WCW, but uh, 
some issues there uh, mm-hmm. with management and uh, picked up the phone. He said, hey, Vince. Vince, I need a job real quick. And uh, he comes in, and we have a promo at the beginning, too, after Paul Bear and after that announcement of his introduction, and he's in a robe, and it's Ric Flair, and he turns around, and he's, Woo! I'm here in the World Wrestling Federation, and I'm the real world's champion, and I'm going to prove it at the Royal Rumble, because guess what? The winner of the Royal Rumble will get a shot. At the WWF Championship raising, at WrestleMania. Yeah, raising the stakes big time. Big time. But let's get to tonight the actual drawing for Ric Flair and the actual appearance of him. How yeah. does this kind of go? Yeah, so uh, Ric Flair's out to a huge uh, huge pop. I mean, he's rocking the, the big gold belt, which the live crowd can see, but is blurred out much as it, as it was in uh, mm-hmm. upon his actual debut. Um, so he's going to come out and cut a cut a nice promo and uh, talk about how luck is on his side. Ooh! Um, and uh, he draws he draws his number. What number does he get? He gets number thirty. Yes. And Mean Gene pipes in, and I don't mind telling you, I think there's something fishy going on. Yeah, a little uh, maybe a little uh, back uh, back room meeting between him and Jack Tunney. Oh, maybe a little, something weird. Little rider in the contract, maybe. Who knows? Who or. Knows? Maybe a little luck. Yeah. Hmm. You never know. He is the man. He's, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, entrant number 30 will be Ric Flair. Wow. Crazy. And that is fair to Flair. Yes. Some other entrants are drawn too, but, uh, you know, we'll yeah. go. Nobody else is really revealing their number, but Flair, of course, as soon as he sees he gets 30, he starts boasting about it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, so let's do this main event, right, for the Saturday night's uh, pre-Christmas episode. Yes. Um, it's Sting going against The Undertaker. The Undertaker is out with Paul Bear. Creepy is all, um, you know, peak Undertaker right here. Of course, like you said, talk about hot shot and dude. Yeah. Um, and The Undertaker, Paul Bear is going wild. You know, he's excited for this. And then Sting comes out, bunch of pyro. He's the champ. He's fired up. You know, he's coming off a big victory over Savage too. Um, he's all decked out in red and white, almost like Santa-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little Christmas Sting. Yeah, I like it. Um, so this match is pretty wild. Um, Sting starting off hot, but the Undertaker. You know how he is. He's strong as hell. He's he's not selling too much. No, no. Yeah. Not uh, in the early days. Yeah. Every punch and every blow that uh, and every slam that Sting does to Undertaker, he's either popping up or flipping the hair back and coming right back. He's firing back with chokes and thrusts to the neck of uh, and throat area of Sting as well as clotheslines. Yeah, big leaping clothesline. Yep, yep. That classic leaping clothesline so we're into this match and it's clustery and he goes for another leaping clothesline sting ducks out of the way after being worn down a lot here uh almost collapses and the referee gets hit oh shit but what happens when the referee is down classic wrestling right right who comes out with a chair the nature boy Woo! looking to make his presence felt yes this is my episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Nature Boy's out with a chair. You thought you were going to forget about me? Yeah. Um, 
smack to the back of Sting. Holy shit, Sting's down. Um, and then The Undertaker is kind of looking at Rick and goes to choke Sting. Savage comes out running down the aisleway. The, the crowd is going nuts right here. Yeah. Um, Savage back axe handles The Undertaker away from Sting. Uh, the Undertaker ducks, you know, falls down, but of course, you know, can't he can't be hurt too bad um savage grabs the chair out of the hand from rick flair swings it at flair flair ducks sting gets hit with the chair by savage oh shit just when he thought they were best of friends god damn he busts him open with the chair um at this point another referee is running down as savage and rick flair are running off undertaker takes advantage of the situation scoops up uh sting big tombstone one two three as that other ref runs in and we go off the air with with the undertaker our new wwf champion holy shit what yeah wow shocker yeah i mean been been with the company for less than half a year and now he's the champion. Yeah. Going into the Royal Rumble. Talk about a marked man. Um, Mark, the man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So we have another episode of Saturday Night's Main Event the week before the Royal Rumble. Yes. And uh, the situation with the title is a mess, right? So Yes, indeed. We have uh, his... Uh, when you have a mess, who do you get? You get the president, right? We like like just like the United States. Exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, in the alternate universe, yeah. Okay. You get the president, Jack Tunney, his dudeness. And there's yeah. always an amalgamation of Tunney <laughs> yes. in every universe, <laughs> as we've also covered. Absolutely. And what does Jack Tunney say, Jimmy? Uh, so Jack Tunney is going to rule that the uh, due to the ending of the world title match, uh, the title is going to be held up. And instead of the winner of the Royal Rumble getting a shot at the title at WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble match is now for the WWF Championship. Wow. And Ric Flair is still at number 30. Sting yeah. and Taker are now entrance into the Royal Rumble. Yes. And we know that Savage also drew a number from that Saturday night's main event. Yeah. So these four are going to are going to combine are, are going to uh, butt heads once again with uh, the biggest stakes possible. Um, and so with that, we also have a couple other uh, we have another qualifying match uh, that Jack Tunney uh lands on because we had a personal issue between brett and jim personal issue that's not the <laughs> damn word for it it's a family affair <laughs> nope that's not it either no, that's not it either shit it's a classic wrestling feud Maybe classic's not it. the goddamn yeah, word, word for, for it. it yeah it's gonna be brett hart and jim the anvil nightheart yeah for mm-hmm. a spot in the rumble yeah one-on-one and uh, so that is going to be the main event of the evening for this particular uh, television program. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got the, these two coming out, you know, uh, and how, how does this match kind of start? Well, it's slow and plotting as well. Uh, it's slow and plotting because Brett is all, always a technician. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's working over Anvil and Anvil's kind of fighting back. But 
Brett's always cutting him off, and then Anvil starts to cut off Brett. Yeah. And uh, we get a little roll reversal here. Um, Anvil is working over Brett's shoulder and uh, slamming him into the post. He goes outside and slow slams him into the stairs and to the railing, and then now he's getting a little dirty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's uh, got, got Brett, throws him back in the ring. Uh, he's going for a power slam, so he's got Brett up on his shoulders. Brett is able to uh, elbow Jim in the head, and so he falls off of the back of his shoulders, so he's facing him, and then he charges at him and hits him with a chop block. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, so now now Jim is down, and Brett goes right back to work on the legs, uh, and then starts to uh, starts to build up a little bit of steam, hits that second rope elbow. Hell yeah. Uh, and then he goes for the sharpshooter. Oh, yeah. Locks it in. And quickly, quickly, Jim just taps. Yeah. Cowardly, huh? Yeah. He taps before Brett even really fully gets it on. Yeah. He's, he's you know. Yeah. He's just whatever. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't really want He didn't really want to feel the sharpshooter, did he? No. 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 Um, so um, Brett's kind of celebrating, and Jim just, you know, Pearl, Harbor, Pearl harbors him from behind. Um, clothesline. Then, um, as Brett is starting to get up, he does his three-point stance and gives him a big-ass shoulder block and blows Brett, like, halfway across the ring. Refs are coming out looking at Brett. They separated. Uh, Saturday night's main event goes off the air again, and we're also announcing that the Intercontinental Championship will be up for grabs at the Royal Rumble. It'll be ravishing Rick Rude, defending his title against Dustin Rhodes. Oh, sweet. Dustin Rhodes uh, picked up a pinfall over uh, over the ravishing one to earn that shot, so that'll be good. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we have going on in the uh, in the old Royal Rumble card we got here. Um, Earthquake, who has uh, been picking up a lot of steam recently, mm-hmm. is gonna... even got that title match. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't work out for him, but he's still nonetheless a force to be reckoned with. Exactly. Uh, so he is going to be taking on Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, man, I took down the corporation, but there's still some building blocks to, you know, to get through the rumble. God damn it! There's the earthquake has struck, and I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna clean up it. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna clean it up, Daddy. I'm gonna clean it up. I'm gonna fill the void of earthquake with blood or my body, <laughs> either or, Daddy. So, yeah, Dusty Rhodes will take on the Earthquake. Yep, and uh, we also have uh, Virgil. Virgil and the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. You turned on me, Virgil. After everything I gave you, you turned on me, and you ruined my corporation. So, I have a spot in the Rumble, and I put it up for grabs. Yeah, because Virgil's kind of playing, you know, he's kind of playing DiBiase because he knows him so well, and he knows his... uh, you know his weaknesses and so at first Virgil doesn't want to uh, sign for the match against DiBiase just kind of playing him and he kind of eggs him into putting his spot on the line and I mean knowing the million dollar man the spot's got to be pretty good right oh yeah we don't know what it is but you know yeah Virgil had to confiscate the million dollar belt yeah um, after it's already been stolen a bunch from SD the ultimate barber warrior Red <laughs> Rooster Jones um, but yeah Virgil confiscates the belt and DiBiase offers up the spot and they sign a contract for a match yeah um, so yeah uh, it'll be an interesting 
showcase I, there. I believe there's a fifty dollar Olive Garden gift card on the line too. So, it's <laughs> plenty of meat sauce. <laughs> so much meat sauce. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we're we're set up for the Royal Rumble card. We have one tag match to kick it off, but we'll get into it once we uh, kick off the Royal Rumble. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You ready to do this? Let's hit it. All right. From number one to number 30, let's do it. doing 1990 uh 1990 again i was was probably uh pooping my pants yeah and uh yeah i didn't have didn't have my wrestling figures yet uh yeah so mainly just shitting myself and you know doing what doing the little little one-year-olds do yeah uh classic stuff for me i I, i'm pretty sure i had a, a birthday party around this time i was like three or four um, and there was a videotape from it where I had a bunch of the, uh, I was getting a bunch of the wrestling action figures, the Hasbro. Uh, oh, man. What are those, the Hasbros? Yeah, the yeah, plastic the, ones. Yes, yeah, like the, the hard, stiff Hard ones. plastic, yeah. Yep, I remember getting the Bushwhackers, the Head Shrinkers. Um, nice. Uh, the Bushwhackers had the uh, had the old headlock set up, yeah, yeah, yeah and their military yeah. march kind of deal, yeah. Um, as well as tugboat, um, I got earthquake, I got them all, like I got, yeah, I, got shit oh, I, had, I had a ton of those too. You know, which ones infuriated me were the ones that like uh, where their legs were stuck together. But oh, you, you Jimmy Superfly Snooker, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was one of them, I think. The rockers figures I had were like that, yep. maybe. Yep. yep. Yeah, and yes, so like you could do like a nice little spring jump thing, but like wrestling with it was kind of stupid. Like, yeah, exactly. Like two legs stuck together. Like what? Yeah. What, what am I doing? All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do this. Oh, oh, someone's at the door. Hold on. Let, let me check that. Who could this be around like Christmas time? I don't know. It's weird. All right, it's the 1990 Royal. I'm sorry, it's the 1991. Yeah, New that's Year. That's right, New, New Year. Year, New Year, New Year. It's all good. It's the 1991 Royal. <laughs> 
from Miami, Florida. Here we are. Let's uh let's kick off the card with a big old tag match. This one needs to be settled here, right? Yes, yeah. So okay. these these uh six individuals clash at Survivor Series flanked by the uh by the uh Broken Heart Foundation. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but now they're going to they're going to go at it just these two teams. We had Demolition Axe, Smash, and Crush yeah. taking on the uh, newly debuted Legion of Doom, Hulk, and Animal, along with the Renegade Warrior. Yeah, these Road Warrior. Yeah, so this is like, uh, you know, who, you know, is it, you know, who who uh, can stake the claim to the gimmick, sort of, you know, they've both been doing similar things throughout the years, um, and so they're going to they're gonna meet up and settle the score here. And uh, this one's kind of quick. It's a lot of big moves back and forth, power slams, suplexes, beat downs, stuff like that. Power slam city. Power slam city. No selling. Yeah. A lot of fucking no selling here. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, we get a a big power slam from the Renegade Warrior to crush. Then we get a huge doomsday device to smash from the LOD pin one, two, three. These three guys go over big time. Yes. And uh, on, fans love it. Onward and upward for them. Yeah. And get gets a, get a chance at some tag team gold here coming up. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. That that could be interesting. This is for a spot in the Rumble, correct? Yes. All right, so uh, it's Virgil coming out. No music. Because he, he's no music uh, needed. Yeah, sometimes the uh, an individual's charisma is so transcendent uh, that no music is needed. Because he's got so mu- he's dripping sauce right now, and I'm not <laughs> talking the type of Olive Garden ragu sauce. I'm talking. My God, he's oozing meat sauce. <laughs> you know how Virgil was. Yeah. Oh, so Virgil's out, no music, and then Ted DiBiase coming out with the, um, you know, the the ticket of his Royal Rumble entrance spot. Virgil holding on to that million dollar belt. So yeah. that's what's at stake here. It's a either or, winner yeah. take all. Yep, yep. So uh, this, how does this match go? Uh, so this is going to be a you know kind of a back and forth for about ten minutes, uh, and then eventually. Uh, the uh, million dollar man is going to lock Virgil in a million dollar dream, but Virgil uh, distracts the ref for a second, playing a little dirty here, but all the chips are on the line, so he's got to go for it, and then kicks back, low blows DiBiase, catches wow. him with the DDT, one, two, three. So Virgil's going to do what he's got to do. Hell yeah, essentially. Hell yeah. So he's got got himself into the rumble match and he's he's uh he wants that wwf title yeah piper rooting him on via commentary yes yeah. yes and uh all right so the next match on the card i don't blame him one bit nope he a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do especially a, a black man's gotta do what a black man's gotta do whoa roddy <laughs> what what just being honest <laughs> um all right, so the next match here is Dusty and Earthquake. This is going to be a big one. I'm trying to take out the 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 big old crevice that was left by the Million Dollar Corporation. This earthquake and a crack here. I'm going to fill it with my blood and my body. I told you before, Daddy. <laughs> so, uh, 
<laughs> the quake left me bleeding. Yeah, the quake left me bleeding. I'm gonna leave him laying and filled with blood and holes. <laughs> Uh, Dusty's getting pretty gangster here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna feed you some bullets. <laughs> some elbow, these, and these are my bullets. He's pointing at his elbow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's yeah. be clear about it. Um, so this match is uh, Dusty fighting Earthquake with some elbows and stuff. Earthquake fighting back with a uh, a big slap behind the ears to Dusty, you know, beating him down. A bunch of uh, Mongolian chops and uh, squishing him a lot. And then Dusty fires back and Earthquake hits the outside, grabs a chair, hits Dusty as he comes in. Referee calls for a DQ. Um, Earthquake brings Dusty in. He's starting to beat him him down, going for that Earthquake stomp. And who is this coming out the the crowd? Well, from the entranceway, I I hear a I hear a horn. <laughs> and it's not a Royal Rumble entrant because it hasn't started yet. No, <laughs> it's a man it's not, dressed in red and white. Yeah, and he he trips through the entrance <laughs> on the carpet, you know, separating the pad and the carpet. Yeah. Oh shit! But he gets back up. It's tugboat. Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred coming in. Uh, he runs off the earthquake and he looks at Dusty and uh, the fans are uh, cheering on Dusty's win via DQ here. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Still a story to tell there with Dusty and the family and everything going on. Absolutely. Earthquake kind of looking thrown because it doesn't take a loss, but, it's, you know, he's frustrated at this point. Yeah. Now, speaking of the family. Yes. Ravishing Rick Rude, the Intercontinental Champion, is with Bobby the Brain Heenan, and they got to take on a member of my family, Daddy, my son. From one, from one roads to another. Yeah, exactly. Staying on the same roads. Yep. Uh, Dustin Rhodes gets an opportunity at the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Um, so this is a good classic here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both these guys can go, uh, and they're going to go for about uh, between 15 and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Dustin is trying to get Ravishing Rick Rude inside the ropes, so he does a huge suplex spot. And actually, Ravishing Rick Rude gets the weight advantage because Heenan pulls on the legs of Dustin, holds him down. Referee counts one, two, three, doesn't see it. Ravishing Rick Rude retains the Intercontinental Championship. It's good to be in the family. Hell yeah. When you heal your family, damn it, I told you. Endless breadsticks. (laughs) Let's go see Bruno. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh hey well, hey we gotta keep it kayfabe because listen i love the food but i got i'm a face i gotta say uh between between heenan and virgil i uh <laughs> i can't be in the locker room too long yeah. that's my calorie intake for the day <laughs> all right so that's the undercard of the royal rumble you ready to actually do the match the Royal Rumble match, the biggest one we've done yet. This is for all the marbles, the WWF title. Okay. All right. It's the 1991 Royal Rumble entrant number one. Heenan coming out again. Yep. It's Mr. Perfect. All wow, right. Cool. Yeah. Coming out and uh, pretty strong record in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Throughout yeah. throughout our years here. Yeah. Um, 
And number two, who will start this off, and then the buzzer will kick off after every 90 seconds. It's fucking Shawn Michaels. Sweet. Getting a lot of love from the fans. The Rockers, one half of the Rockers in here. And we're starting it off. It's Sean and Perfect. This is hot and heavy, right? Yeah. 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 You couldn't. Uh, I love I love a rumble match that starts off with two strong workers. Uh, I remember one one year, I think it might have been 2011, we started off with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Oh, that, yeah. That's an aside. But, man, I was marking out when those two guys started the match. Anyhow, uh, so we got, yeah, Perfect and Michaels. Uh, a lot of catch-as-catch-can action, uh, as, as you would imagine. Uh, going back and forth, uh, and nobody's really gained the upper hand, but number three coming out, Tito. It's Tito. Chico. Chico. The f- Chico and the man. I'm the man, McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Chico, don't be discouraged. <laughs> well, that's some, that's some theory you have there. <laughs> And uh, not much going on here. A lot of fighting going on. You know, uh, it's the Royal Rumble. Yep, yeah. A lot of three strong workers in there. And then uh, number four. Luke. 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 The didgeridoo is hot and in effect, right? Still one half the tag team champions, though. Yep. Um, but uh, these guys are still fighting. He's trying to throw over Sean, Perfect, and Tito are working together. And number five, who is it? The man they call Sting. Yeah, not a guy called Sting. Yeah, no, that's the what man. I said last week. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man. The man. Yeah, he's getting a lot of uh, love here. Yeah. And uh, former WWF champion now, trying to win his belt back that he mm-hmm. ne- never really rightfully lost. Oh no, no. Um, so he is hot and heavy here, and he actually ends up having perfect run at him, and he ducks. Perfect goes over the top. Perfect is eliminated. The first elimination here. Yeah. And there was a little history there between Sting and uh, Perfect, but uh, yeah, absolutely, both former winners of the Royal Rumble match, and uh, they, yeah, Sting just seems to have Perfect's number. Yep. And, you know, it doesn't matter what the setting is; he just seems to be able to take care of him. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, moving on, number six, Saito. All right, half of the Orient Express with Mr. Fuji coming out. Yep, yeah, it's always good to have a manager with you in the Rumble. Oh, yes, especially one who has a managerial license. <laughs> um, yeah, and then number seven, lucky number seven here for the Royal Rumble entrant. It, who is it, Jimmy? Surprise, it is Haystacks Calhoun. Look at the mass of this man. He's got to be 600, 700 pounds. The humanity. The humanity. Oh, my God. It's this huge mass of a man. Yeah. Uh, so what happens here once he's in here? Uh, so Haystacks come, comes in and starts throwing his weight around literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he makes quick work of Saito, tossing him over the rope. Like he's a small child. Wow, he's gone. And uh, so 
with Saito gone, uh, the rest of the rest of the uh, combatants in the ring, you got Michael, Santana, Luke, and Sting that kind of take notice and uh, start to gang up on old Haystacks. Oh, yeah. And they uh, rush him towards the ropes, and uh, they all pull open the legs. And that's the only way you're going to get a man of this mass over the top rope with two feet touching the bottom uh, canvas underneath and eliminating him. Haystacks Calhoun goes over after these uh, these four individuals flip him over. He's eliminated. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for making it. Yep. Keeping the scene alive. Yeah, man. All right, number eight here. Who is it? The baddest man on the planet, Haku. <laughs> coming in with a lot of thrust kicks, a lot of chops going on. And uh, moving on, number nine. Rick DeModel Martel. All right, spray arrogance uh, running down. And uh, for his troubles, he gets uh, taken out by Sting with a huge power slam. And uh, hello and goodbye, Rick the Model Martel. Another quick one. Wow. All right, number 10. DeMounty. Hey, I'm DeMounty. Newly introduced here. Um, on the scene, the Mountie. Yeah. Yeah. And then number 11. Another lawman of sorts. Weird. The big, the big boss man. Weird. Okay. <laughs> Guy from Cobb County. Another one from Calgary. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Or Montreal. Yeah. Uh, so interesting spot here. They both have nightsticks. Yeah. We get a little sword battle. Yeah. Little lightsaber action. Listen, I don't want to get rid up. <laughs> Boss man's like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Choke you out. Uh, all right. So there's a lot of guys fighting going on here. We still got Boss Man, Mountie, Sting, Luke, Haku, um, Tito Santana, and Shawn Michaels. Our number 12 coming in. Ho! Oh! Hacksaw Jim. Fucking Duggan. Still hanging out. I feel like he only shows up in the Rumbles. I don't know how he keeps getting in. Right, yeah. I mean, he's here and there. Maybe we don't yeah. list, list him on the undercard. Yeah, yeah. He's here making an appearance. And then, lucky number 13. Dong. It's The Undertaker. Man. And uh, Sting is still in here, so he's going straight for Sting. Uh, no, he gets cut off by uh, Luke, and Luke gets thrown over the top. Luke is eliminated by The Undertaker. So now we have Shawn Michaels, Tito, Sting, Haku, The Mountie, Big Boss Man, Hacksaw, and The Undertaker. Yeah. And the next entrance coming out will be... Number 14. All right, we're playing basketball today. Okay. If you don't like it, you can get the hell out. Yeah, if the ball bounces out of the ring, you're eliminated. And so, <laughs> and once again, it's Valentine confused as to what is going on. <laughs> yeah. And coming out with a bunch of basketballs. Yeah. Um, in, but In the meantime, <laughs> he's got the carts. Yeah. Oh man, he's trying to set up a post in the corner. He hasn't <laughs> entered yet, but he's trying to and he's trying to set up a hoop in the corner. <laughs> All 
All right, we're playing. We're, we're playing horse. We're playing horse. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, Tito Santana is trying to step to the Undertaker. Oh man, not a smart move. No, he goes for a flying jalapeno. He gets knocked the hell down and then taken out by the Undertaker. Goodbye, Tito. Yeah. All right, and then uh, we have the next entrant here. It is number fifteen. The Rocket Owen Hart. Wow. wow, a new debut here from The Rocket Owen Hart. Yep, new new on the scene, and uh, that's Bret Hart's little brother. Yes, yeah, yeah. He is he is Bret Hart's little brother, not uh, not the Blue Blazer. No, no. it's it's Bret Hart. He's yeah. uh, high voltage Bret Hart. At this, I mean, it's high energy. Yeah, high energy Owen Hart. Yes, yes, Owen Hart here. So uh, Owen Hart's out, and uh, in the midst of that. The one Sting eliminates the Mountie. Thanks for coming out. Drop kick to the back, and he's gone. Yeah, he was eliminated uh, eighth, but he was eliminated tenth in Canadian. So yes. <laughs> the exchange rate's a little bit better. All right, number sweet 16. Sweet. Another surprise, Stan the Lariat Hansen. Yeah, yeah, big one here. Um, so he's into the match and Owen Hart goes for a missile dropkick. He kind of swats him out of the fucking way, picks him up and goodbye, Owen. Ah, yeah. Goodbye. Owen. God, sorry. It's kind of morbid, dude. <laughs> oh shit. I wasn't even thinking of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Kobe will edit that out. Maybe. <laughs> After 16, we have Stan Hansen. Greg the Hammer Valentine is still setting up that uh, hoop in the corner. Distracted. He has not been entered yet. The Undertaker is in here. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is in here. Big Boss Man is in here. Haku. Sting. And Shawn Michaels. Still hanging out. Yeah, Jack. Just like a little nugget. Mm. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Second. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so now number 17 coming in. It is Leaping Lanny Poffo, a.k.a. The Genius. The Genius. He comes cartwheeling down. There's this entrance ramp that goes all the way to the ring, you know, like WCW style. Exactly. So he is cartwheeling all the way down here, cartwheels over the top rope, and what happens next? He runs right into the most vicious lariat the WWF has ever seen. Stan Hansen knocks him into next week over the top rope. <sighs> Hello, goodbye. The quickest entrant into the Royal Rumble, the genius, gets his head blown off by Stan Hansen. Um, so we got some time left until the next entrance, right? Yes. So uh, in the meanwhile, we have Undertaker eliminating Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Goodbye. Sorry. Uh, and then we, as as well as Shawn Michaels going for uh, some drop kicks here, he tries to jump, and Undertaker is quick on his feet, ducks out of the way, and, you know, kind of, you know, bats the back of Shawn's head, and Shawn's out. Yep. Yeah, oh. so Undertaker cleaning the house early on here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're 
We're halfway. Rocking and rolling. We're halfway through. Yeah. We're halfway through. We got Sting, Haku, The Undertaker, and Greg the Hammer Valentine still setting up on the outside. <laughs> uh, oh, and the boss man. I'm sorry. The yeah. boss man is still in here. And uh, Stan Hansen. Yep. And Stan Hansen is in here as well. For now. Yep. Um, so uh, number 18 coming down. A new entrant as well. A new face as well. I'm sorry. New to singles competition, uh, the British Bulldog. Yes, I'm back. And Davey I look Boy bigger Smith. than ever. <laughs> wow. wow. All that hard work's paying off, huh, Dave? Yeah. I wasn't smoking crack either. <laughs> okay, we didn't ask. Um, so, Bulldog in there, and they... They declare that him and Brett are now uh, cousins, too. Yeah, so. so it's a family affair. Yeah, these guys are locking up in here. And uh, um, what's going on next? Number 19. Self-proclaimed world's strongest man, Dino Bravo. Mm-hmm. i seen him in uh, Jesse the Body Ventura lift 700 pounds yeah, together. I, I saw him uh, selling some cigarettes, and I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I saw him backstage with like you know boxes, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Kind of shady, kind of shady. And we might be in Miami, but word gets back to Canada real quick. <laughs> uh, so he's in here trying to show off his uh, strongman stuff, and so is the bulldog. Yep. They collide back and forth with clothesline spots, and eventually, uh, Dino Bravo. Uh, goes for another clothesline, duck from the bulldog, back running against the ropes. The bulldog clotheslines Bravo right over. Hello, goodbye. Nice little showing here from Dino Bravo, yeah. I guess. And again, uh, counting down, we got another minute and change left to go to our next entrant. So uh, we got a struggle, pretty epic struggle between The Undertaker and Stan Hansen. Oh, wow. Uh, Stan Hansen is going to uh, go for the lariat, but Undertaker's going to duck. Come off the ropes, hit him with that nice leaping clothesline, uh, and Hanson is not going to fall back, but he's going to he's going to be staggering back towards the ropes. Taker hits him with one more clothesline, and the lariat is out of the match. Wow! Thanks for coming in, Stan Hanson. A nice yeah. little showing, though. Yeah, a lot of hoss in there. So we're left with Bulldog. Greg is is still kind of setting up. He's getting ready to come in. Um, Undertaker, Haku, and Sting. And uh, we have the next entrant, number 20. Another new face. Yeah, nasty boy. Sags. Jerry Sags. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry Sags. Yeah, Jerry Sags and pizza. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? You hungry? <laughs> um, Jerry Sags in there. Number 21 coming in. Butch, the other half of the Bushwhackers in here. Luke has already came and gone. Butch going to come in here. I'm going to try to vanquish everything. That's right. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, no, sorry. Butch in the match, he does that quick uh, you know, military walk-in. But no, Sting is quick to throw him out, guide him out. Easy. You know, a little bit here. Yep. Um, yeah. Hello. Goodbye, Butch. Sorry. Hello, goodbye. And uh, Sags uh, turn 
tries to uh, take advantage of Sting having his back turned, but uh, Sting just kind of turns around and beats his chest, and uh, military press. Holy shit. Sags another quick elimination. Wow. Wow. So we're left with Bulldog, Valentine, Undertaker, Haku, and Sting. Wow. This is awesome. And Bossman. Yes, and Bossman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep Bossman is just kind of... He's laying on the apron. Yeah, he's, um, he's... He's under all the the basketball hoop construction, so yeah. couldn't see. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Valentine's trying to explain the rules of horse to him. Okay, listen. We're actually going to do... It's rumble. You're going <laughs> to spell out the word rumble. How do you spell rumble? <laughs> uh, I do no. not believe we covered that in Police Academy. <laughs> Uh, all right, number 22 coming in. Oh, yeah. Mm, King Macho, man. Um, yeah, he's coming out. He's, 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 he's ruthless right here. Coming to take back what's mine. Right. He's a savage coming in. Um, big clothesline here to Haku right out immediately as Savage enters the ring. Nice wow. run for Haku. Uh, boss man, uh, again, paying far too much attention to Greg Valentine than anybody ever should. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savage takes care of the boss man as well. Boss man is out. And uh, the madness is reigning supreme in the ring. Uh, right now we got Sting, Undertaker, somehow Greg Valentine. Yeah. British Bulldog and now Savage. Yes, and then number 23 comes out. The other half of the Orient Express, Hanaka. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah thanks. I'm going to do, I'm trying to do like a little album thing. <laughs> we can talk about it after. Yeah. Okay. Number 24, Retromania the Mixtape. Coming at you. It's all mouth stuff. (laughs) What, dude? I do a podcast. You know what I mean. That's what we do. Mole radio. It's all mouth stuff. It's all mouth stuff. (laughs) Number 24 coming in. Another surprise. Holy shit. Jushin Thunder Liger. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of you know a lot of guys who are mainstays in Japan. Well, you know Liger, uh, Stan Hansen, of course, Owen Hart, previously doing a little bit of work in Japan as well. So uh, like a lot of uh, New Japan influence here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liger making a big surprise entrance here, and he's gonna be uh, hitting the ring fast and furious. A uh, bunch of kicks, drop yeah. kicks, a lot of spin kicks and everything, and yeah. going up against another kicker, Tanaka. Tanaka gets his ass kicked over the top rope. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wow. Nice little showing here from Jushin Thunder Lager coming in. Huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So number 25 coming in here. 25 isn't the goddamn number for it. <laughs> Actually, Brett. Yeah. It's a good number. Well, yeah. You only got Jushin Thunder Lager, Savage, Bulldog, Valentine still in there somehow. Undertaker and Sting. Or- yeah. Your remaining people. It's 27th and Canadian, so. True, true. Yeah, so it's a little bit better. It's decent. Yeah. So, uh, Bret Hart's in here, and uh, he goes to wrestle against Bulldog. They're cousins. Yeah. So, uh, 
he's going to wrestle against Bulldog, but now Valentine's like, all right, listen, I, 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 we're, we're getting ready to play. He, he's on the turnbuckle, jumps down, immediately Brett gives him a punch, and he's over the top. Yeah, he threatened to give everybody a zero for the day, and then Brett just took care of business. <laughs> Goodbye, Valentine. All right, next entrant coming in here, number 26. Brian Nobbs. Brian Nobbs. The other nasty boy. Where's my partner? What the hell? Your partner is not wrestling. He he got his leg broken in 1984. <laughs> Sorry. There's no there's no friendship of between those two. They're not they're not best friends. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh these guys are coming in from different fed, so yeah. Yeah. Uh Nobbs in here and um then the next entrant coming out, number 27. Another second half of a tag team, Marty Jannetty. Ready to rock and roll. Ready to do this. He's got a fresh haircut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, spiritual. Yeah. yeah. He's been gone for a little bit. Yeah. Sean's like, well, what the hell? I know where to find him. <laughs> I don't want to tell you, but I know where to find him. Him, Anvil, <laughs> Dusty, the ultimate barber. Yeah, his he, he might not be on the card, but his uh, business is booming. Business is booming. Yes, indeed. Hmm. All right, moving on here. What happens in this rumble? We got a lot of bodies in here. It's Janetti, Brian Nobbs, Bret Hart, Jushin Thunder Liger, Randy Savage, British Bulldog, The Undertaker, and Sting. Bulldog, Bulldog and Brett are are yeah. kind of tussling back and forth still, and um, Brett is able to counter a pile driver, and Bulldog goes over the top. Shit. Taking Goodbye, out, Bulldog. Taking out his own brother-in-law. You know I gotta do what I gotta do. If my family falls apart and I get to the top, I gotta do it. Foundation is my art. Uh, also, elsewhere, Sting and Brian Knobs going at it. Uh, Sting clothesline over the top rope quick work of knobs all right see you knobs uh and then janetti is flying around to brett goes and uh, gives him a nice little um atomic drop and janetti just jumps over the top rope you know he's quick to get out there and just run back to the <laughs> back know. to the barbershop yep. back yeah. to the barbershop <laughs> <laughs> he's going to the barbershop window <laughs> Uh, yeah, so now we have Sting, The Undertaker, Macho Man Randy Savage, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Bret Hart. And now, number 28, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you... Coco. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. It's Coco Beware, everybody. Yeah. Cool stuff going on in the ring right now between Undertaker and Liger, though, because they're both, uh, they kind of got like a stare down. Both like, got a, like a little bit of mystical energy about them, you know? Yeah. And uh, so some interesting spots going on. Uh, Undertaker goes for, uh, goes for, goes to do the rope walk to Liger, uh, but Liger actually catches him into an arm drag. Wow. And it's like, 
kind of shakes up Taker for the first time in the match a little bit. So Yeah. Then Jushin Thunder Liger immediately springboard moonsaults off the top rope, but gets caught by the Undertaker tombstone. Wow. Ah, right on the horse. Jesus Christ. Right what a on. sequence here, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming in, number 29. Meat sauce. Oh, that was that spot from Ted DiBiase. Pretty good spot. Best spot he could get considering 30 is already taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. And speaking of 30, who is it? It's, we already know. Well, 30. Woo! Woo! Rick fucking Flair is yeah. coming down. Making his in-ring debut. Yes, indeed. And it's Chop City, baby. Yes. He chops Lager. He chops Coco. He chops Virgil. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he chops The Undertaker. The Undertaker gives him a look. He's like, oh, no. Kind of begs off a little bit. Turns around, Undertaker is cut off by Sting. These guys have been going back and forth at it throughout this Rumble. They have a heated feud here coming off the tails of that WWF title match. Sting is so angry now that his title has been taken from him. It's on It's on the line in this match. And then we have Ric Flair giving a super chop to Coco. Coco, go, go again. Sorry. Thanks, Coco. Yeah. Um, and then a huge spot here. Um, Savage, he's still in this match, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's been, you know, he's been battling, hasn't been racking up the eliminations as much lately, but he's still in there. Yeah, he, he kind of got hurt at one point. Um, you Took know, a choke slam from Taker. Yeah, so Taker is choking Sting in the corner. Savage gives him a double axe handle to, that's to Taker, and he's working over Taker. He's punching him. The crowd is loving it. He actually slams, scoop slams Undertaker twice, and he signals to go to the elbow. Hmm. Interesting here. Why, why would Savage, do, I mean, just throw him out, dude. Infamously bad Royal Rumble logic. <coughs> for the macho man, Randy Savage. Yes, indeed. You know how he is. Uh, yeah. So he's signaling for that uh, elbow drop, and uh, Undertaker sits up here. <sighs> yeah, after then, after a huge pile driver yeah. from Macho Man. He thought that was going to do it. Yeah, but, uh, but it, 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 just, it distracts Savage, and he's caught off guard and surprised, and he just lowers his arms, and he's like, what? And Undertaker gets up quickly, rushes towards Savage, catches him in the throat, and Savage is trying to punch him off, and Undertaker tosses Savage to the announce table and threw it. Holy oh, shit. Crazy. Savage is eliminated. In the biggest possible way. Yeah. Yeah. What a crazy spot here. And Savage and Savage is on the ground and a bunch of carnage is here. Undertaker just stares and a bunch of officials have to run out. Yeah. Uh, the referees are distracted. A bunch of medics are out here. And as this distraction is going on, what happens here? Uh, so first of all, Ric Flair is sh- going to shit can Virgil. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Meat thoth come and gone. Slip yeah. Too much sauce and you slip. Yeah. So he's gone. Uh, and then, so I want to do Virgil as Gucci Mane saying, <laughs> "You get too much sauce, you get lost in the sauce." 
We're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry. Continue. Epic spot here. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, everybody is paying attention to Savage because he was just murdered, uh, essentially. And then uh, Bret Hart is in the ring uh, with Liger. Oh, yeah. Liger's still in there, and they're having a, they're having a cool standoff. Uh, but through the crowd, Jim the Anvil Nightheart oh, shit. hits the ring. Uh, steel chair in hand and uh, with Bret, Bret Hart uh, facing the other way uh, hits him in the uh, back Hart yeah. falls to his knees and then he starts to go take out his legs wow just smashing him down and uh, uh, it's carnage here and Sting kind of tries to run him off the Undertaker is still alive here Yeah. Uh, so is Jushin Thunder Liger after this kind of settles um Bret Hart is trying to get to his feet. The referee notices that Flair flips Bret Hart up and over the top rope. Yeah. It's gone. Quick elimination there for Flair. Yeah. Uh, sneaky one, I mean. Yeah. And Bret, you could say he got screwed. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the medics are kind of taking care of uh, Savage, still reeling him away and uh, looking at Brett's leg, too. Screwed Brett. Yeah, screwed Brett. Um, bastard. And in the midst of all this, Jushin Thunder Liger is um, chopping off here with Ric Flair. Undertaker is choking Sting in the corner. Um Rick Flair gets one over on Jushin Thunder Liger, dropping down and giving him a low blow. Guess what? That's not illegal. Nope. And then he just throws Jushin Thunder Liger over the top, runs towards The Undertaker and Sting, and throws them both over the top rope. Jimmy, what happens here? We have a new WWF champion. Ric Flair wins the damn Royal Rumble. Absolutely amazing. Sting and Undertaker. I mean, we've seen uh, in, in past Rumble similar situations where there's, an, there's a rivalry that is so intense uh, that the two combatants just kind of lock horns and they're, they're focused on each other. And because of that, Flair is able to take advantage of it. He flips him over, gets a, get, grabs him by the legs, and takes him out, and now... Wow, yeah, and Sting kind of like, you know, tweaked his ankle and he's fallen. The Undertaker lands on his feet and he's pissed and he he rolls back his hair and realizes what happens, looks into the ring, and uh, Ric Flair is sitting there, you know, celebrating. And, uh, wow, we have a new WWF champion. Styling and profiling, first match, new champion. The real world champion. Yeah. Yeah. He's holding up both belts. Holy shit. What an epic moment here. Yeah. And uh, we go off the air. Sting and uh, Undertaker are kind of getting separated here by the officials as Ric Flair is celebrating and the fans are booing. There's stuff kind of being thrown in the crowd, but uh, Confetti has to come down because they were hoping for a a champion. You can't return the Confetti. No, you can't. You can't. We got to drop the shit. You got to drop it, yeah. Confetti's rolling down. This is an epic uh, Royal Rumble 1991, man. Yeah. Awesome match. Uh, All the way through, Sting held his ground. The Undertaker, you know, took out a lot of people as well. These guys, you know. Jushin Liger. Jushin Liger. What a nice nice, uh, little treat there. Yeah, coming in late at 23 and making it to the Final Four. I mean, uh We'll see. We'll see if he makes his way back. Maybe he can uh, maybe make a few more appearances here 
for the WWF. But uh, yeah, just a crazy match. Lots of surprises. Lots of epic confrontations. Yeah, and the new champion. Yeah, and then a new uh, a new new route, a new pathway for us, a new era. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ric Flair was the man in Down South for you know the entire for an entire decade. And now he's he's here. He's in WWF. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Sting still never really got a fair shot. Uh, you know, a re- rematch for his title. Yep. Um, Undertaker was kind of screwed out of that as well. Um, what's going to happen? Our next episode, WrestleMania 7. Yeah. So, WrestleMania 7 will be at the LA Coliseum. That's right. Get your tickets. They're going quick. Yeah, March, baby. 1991, and I can't wait for that. Uh, Yeah, Jimmy, once again, thanks for joining me. Always. Yeah. I mean, we're we're killing it, man. This was a great episode, I think. Um, We got a whole new list of people to introduce on this roster and talk about. New feuds coming up. Um, You know, new and more rivalries to settle, too. Um, So, yeah. Catch all this action at Retromania on Facebook or on the Twitter at Retromania Pod. Yes. And you can always write to us at Retromania Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Retromania.blogspot.com as well as always on moholeradio.com. It's mouth stuff. It's mouth stuff, dude. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll we'll catch you um, in about two weeks for the next episode. Yeah, um, yeah, and I hope everybody enjoys the Royal Rumble coming up. I know we are going to. We got a little pool going. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. A little rooting interest. Uh, yeah, everybody's yeah. gonna throw in five bucks. And oh, sorry. Everybody's going to throw in five bucks, and uh, we're going to lottery off everybody's entrant, so everybody has a fair entrant, and then we're going to lottery off everybody's number for the entrant of the Royal Rumble, and you are basically, if you if you draw number 13, you're entrant number 13, and your hopes is that they win. But, you know, w- we only have about 10 or 12 people right now, so we might get double entrants, which yeah. is cool. So. Yeah. Um, we might get 10 and 9 or, you know, or, or, you know, make it like number 5 and it's it's going to be random either way. So One it'll be fun. One thing's for sure. At the Royal Rumble, it's all about the numbers. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you for saving that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I look forward to that. Um, the winner gets the jackpot and it'll give you someone to root for during the Rumble or yeah. someone to be like, oh, shit, this is my entrant. Besides our truth. Yeah. True. Number 30. <laughs> Can't wait. All the anticipation of number 30. We, yeah. We know it's going to be our truth. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for joining us again. Thanks stay, for listening. Stay tuned. Catch you next time. I'm Jimmy Price. I'm Kavino. We're the hosting squad. This is Retro Media. Hulkmania is there? Jack, dude.
Yes, indeed. You ready to do it? Let's do it. All right, let me get the buzzer. Buzzer time. What if Dusty Rhodes was a gangster? Like, <laughs> that had me thinking, like, he comes out to the, he's just a country man. But it plays the whole song, and he's kind of like a new jack. Yeah. <laughs> but also a gangster. Like, like, he, like, he went to, like, he went to like call the NWA to get a job back, but they ended up just discovering NWA. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, who am I talking? Is this this is E the E right? <laughs> and you think it's like Eric Bischoff? <laughs> Wrong, is the E. 